today on the Psychic Jam, we are going to be discussing and identifying the differences between spirits and ghosts. You are listening to the Psychic Jam, a podcast that inspires holisticpreneurs like you to gain confidence, to learn, and to listen to your inner voice. Tune in as featured experts of the Psychic Associates discuss heavy and taboo topics, breaking down all the barriers of the realities of working in this industry. Hello, I'm Amber Price, and I'm joined with my co-hosts, Jay Lane and Liz Throp. Hey, ladies. Hello. Hello. So today's going to be interesting because we are going to be discussing the differences between spirits and ghosts. And sometimes people use those terms interchangeably as if they mean the same thing. But we're going to discuss so that you can discover the actual differences because they are, in fact, different things. Correct, Liz? That's absolutely right. Yeah. So, so according to, so I did a little research before we, we did this and there's an, uh, an incredibly uh, well-known author and professor of psychology, Hans Holzer. And he, he indicates that uh, ghosts are similar to psych- psychotic human beings and they are incapable of reasoning for themselves. And then you, he, he goes on to say that spirits, on the other hand, are surviving personalities of all of us who pass through the door of death in relatively normal fashion. So if you can think about uh, the energy of a person who is confused, overwhelmed, um, you know, like a living person who's confused and overwhelmed, that's kind of uh, akin to what a ghost's energy would be like. So when they get stuck in a place and they're usually um, individuals who who pass away, and it's not all the time, but usually ghosts are individuals who pass away from traumatic experiences, right? So um, there will be like a sudden death, um, some traumatic experience, whether, you know, it be murder or something, you know, it, it could even be, um, it could even be something else that's traumatic for them. And they will get stuck to a place. So they are, they're often tied to the location of their death. And so we often see um, a lot of children connected to ghosts or paranormal ghosts because they often don't want to leave the area in which they've passed because they don't often know that they're dead. It's a very common experience with ghosts. Whereas spirit is like uh, a soul who has um, transitioned, they've experienced, um, you know, uh, a timely death, they, they, you know, they, they understood that they died, and, and there wasn't as much trauma connected to their death. That doesn't mean that all people who die from traumatic events turn into ghosts, I want to be very clear on that. Um, it, it happens to some and actually very, it's actually very rare to get a ghost, right? Usually, it's residual energy girls that um that we often pick up in hauntings right it's residual energy which um which is akin to kind of think think like a a video on replay so an event that happened um with spirit and it's like replaying constantly so uh, i remember seeing uh an old couple walking through a field uh when i was a little girl um uh, in a misty kind of uh, environment and and we could see them walking and it was like in the middle of a field and we were in the middle of nowhere like in the country and they were walking towards the wooded area and we're, we're all like why are they doing that so my dad went out to get them and the fog lifted 
And because they kind of went behind some fog and as the fog lifted, they disappeared. And there's nowhere they could have gone because it was a complete field that was that was already tilled. There was no, it wasn't like there was like corn stalks in the field. There was nothing on the field yet. And my dad's standing in the middle of the field and these people are gone. So that's kind of like a residual replay of um, of, go, of, of what we would call ghosts coming in and replaying a scenario. So maybe they were walking early pioneers because I remember they looked they looked like pioneers is the, the way I could describe the way they were dressed. So yeah, Jay, what, what's your thoughts on that? So when someone dies, there's an instant body to soul transformation that happens. And I believe that people that die uh, from a very, as you mentioned, violent deaths, or they don't know they're dead, sometimes get hung up. And I call it the fourth dimension, which is dream world. They actually think they're dreaming. They feel like they're in this area. And I think that some of these ghosts still have a bit of ego. So it's not like they've completely transferred through. And so when you talk about this residual energy, they do uh, visit here. They still think they belong here. They don't know that they're dead. And some of them continue to living their lives as though they were still living here. And that's where you'll see the residual energy. Some of them are on a loop where things replay. But I do believe that sometimes spirits can also come here and replay parts of their lives that they're reviewing. And so it's a little bit different. You won't feel the same type of energy. But usually when you go into a room, right, ladies, and you think that somebody's died there or in that house, you're usually pretty right. You will feel that grounded yeah. energy in that room because it usually sticks to the area in which, you know, in which it died. So when I went to Tennessee, I think that was the most haunted, most energetic place I've ever been to in the U.S. Wow. It was. And everywhere that I went, um, I, I felt soldiers and, and a lot of soldiers. And, you know, even at one point I thought I heard like a gunshot, like, a, wow. yeah, it's just really weird. And I ended up going to this place. I read for somebody who owned a house um, that a general had in the 1700s. And when I went into that house right away, I knew I knew there was something really wrong. So I asked the lady, I said, um, I, I, I can't sit in your living room. She said, why? I said, what, do you know the history of this house? She goes, yes, I do. I said, was there an operating room or did they do surgeries here? Because all I could see was blood everywhere. Yes. And in my mind's eye, you know, and um, the thing is, she said, well, this used to be a breezeway, Jay, we had it closed off. And she says, but this is where they used to line the soldiers up after they've died. And uh, it, it didn't surprise me at all. I just felt so much of that. So these grounded energies, sometimes they're lost, but sometimes it can be grounded for quite a while. Some energies could be grounded for like a day, two days, sometimes hundreds of years. So that's why a lot of people say, well, that house is haunted. But it doesn't mean that every single time you go in there, something bad's going to happen. It could be that you'll never feel anything in that place. Some people don't, yeah. but people like us, <laughs> we do. Yeah. The first for me is dream world. And when I talk about that, I believe it's just another realm uh, where they go and, and, you know, spirits visit us in our dreams, right? Uh, but I always say that ghosts will go there, spirits will sometimes stop there as a pit stop when they're dying, and then they cross through to the fifth dimension, which is the afterlife. 
But the thing is, ghosts can be saved. They can be crossed over. And we all know we have a wonderful lady uh, that we've worked with, which is Jackie Dennison, who rescues trapped entities, energies, that kind of thing. And she crosses them through to the other side. And actually, a lot of people do that by cleansing houses. But she is a pro. What she can do is identify what is there, why it's there, and she can cross them over, which is really quite amazing. And some ghosts don't want to go. <laughs> Have you ever mm -hmm. had that experience, Amber? No. No? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> But you know, I'm listening to you guys and I'm like, I'm protecting myself. I'm protecting myself. I'm protecting myself. <laughs> but you know, I, 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 I go into a house and right away it's like, oh my God, there's something here. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I feel that. I definitely yeah, have yeah. felt that. Like yeah. I will know, oh my God, when I was trying to buy a house, um, yes. my very oh, house, man. I think my real estate agent years later, I think he has PTSD from this. I'm not joking. <laughs> He said, do you know how many houses I showed you the first time you tried to buy a house? And I was like, about a hundred. He goes, maybe a thousand. He's like, maybe near a thousand. He goes, oh, in my the God. high hundreds for sure. I'm like, well, in, in my defense, back in the day, there was no like MLS listing. They didn't give you the address. I had to wait for you to give me the real estate book that came out just for your use because you didn't want me to like have to show me all these houses. And then I would go through them. I'm like, I didn't know until I got right there. He said, he said, yeah, sometimes you wouldn't even get out of the car. You would just show up and you'd be like, nope, gotta go and keep going. Um, so I totally can feel if there's something that like a murder, I know if maybe yes. there was, um, like a house that, you know, you know, sometimes there's, you know, in some neighborhoods, there might be that house that everybody speculates that might have like criminal activity going on, or yes. there's just dark things happening. And they've got, you know, things blacking out their windows and stuff. And who knows what their story is. But you know, then then it creates the energy of like, from everybody else that there's something weird going on, right? Yeah. So I would know like that, even though they've cleaned it up, and they've got it on the market, that was the house everybody thought that of or whatever, right? So um, like, I know we did a podcast about this before. But if you're listening, and you want to hear more about it, then listen to the one that we did about the hospitals, why psychics avoid visiting certain places. So if you want to learn more about that and our experiences in that check that one out. Um, but I've never gone into somewhere where I felt I wasn't in control. And I'm going to say what I mean. As a psychic, we have to ground and protect our energy. And we have to not be vulnerable to getting exposed or allowing something to attach to us or to deplete us. Because that's really easy to do uh, if you're not if you're not doing all of those things to prepare in advance. So if I think that I'm going to be going somewhere like an old century home um, or parts of the city or town or a place where I know is historic or has had, you know, um, history to it, even, you know, war times and things like that, then I'm not going to go to them if I feel exhausted, if I'm under the weather at all, if I feel off in any way. Um, now, there's two stories I want to share about my experience with ghosts versus spirits. The first one was Salem in Massachusetts. So I, my husband and I went to Cape Cod. Um, it was the September before everything kind of shut down. So maybe 2019. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we were having a great time and both him and I are sensitive to energy. So we both wanted to go to Boston as well, but we didn't quite recognize what that meant about the drivers, um, how much traffic, the, there was an underground tunnel that just looked like an octopus <laughs> and like we were like in the far left and had to get to the far right in a hot second and like <laughs> anyways we, we made it we made it but we were headed to Salem and right when we got to the I swear we got to like maybe 300 feet before we saw the sign that says whatever it says Salem or welcome to Salem or whatever and both of us looked at each other and it was like this like like just ick all over us like we were irritated like both of us were irritated but we weren't irritated angry or frustrated we were irritated like we felt I'm gonna just say it like we felt dead inside like it did not feel like we had any like it just went like you know yeah And then we're watching people. And to us, it seemed like everyone on the streets was walking in slow motion and had like this zombie-esque kind of vibe to them. When I mean that, I mean how slow motion they were going without any expression on their face and just kind of like existing. And then that's when I realized that, that him and I were not actually seeing humans but he was also seeing them. And what it was, Mm. was people that lived in the town that were walking up the street. So I was, I for sure was seeing them, but because he was so easily, I believed they were people. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then when he looked, he said, oh, that's funny. I thought that I saw someone and, and then they're not there. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. So now I know what's going on. Right. Cause it was like Mm. this going into this warp of, like this yeah, definitely dimension. a work field around that place for sure. Yes, definitely. And then, yeah. And so then when you go into certain buildings and like, it's a cute little town, it's got cobblestone walkways. Like it's really cool. Um, you know, I would suggest going, just be prepared for, you know, doing all your energy stuff ahead of time. And after you want to disconnect after. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the whole time we were going through some of the museums and stuff, I was watching like the guide take us through and I was watching the spirit like the the I'm going to say in this case it was a ghost because what happened was they were angry that we were like they were going over it again and again like it kept them in that so I said to Matt right away I'm like I don't want to do any more of these like this could have been me like hundreds of years ago like this very well could have been me that had to go through this experience because people would have thought I was a witch Maybe yeah. they still do. <laughs> Pretty damn sure Matt just called me a witch on my walk home with him last night. So. <laughs> because I knew of a conversation he had at work, but didn't tell anyone about it. He's like, you're a witch. <laughs> but, but I felt like a very different vibe about it. It was, okay, that's keeping them locked in this worst time of their life, right? Like, so I was like, okay, I can't, I can't. If someone else wants to, and like, I'm not saying anything about it, but I know I cannot because I think my soul resonated too closely to that ghost's um, human experience. Yes. So the ghosts there were, to me, it was not scary. I want to say that. It was not scary to see a ghost it was painful to my soul because it was just too hard to hurt. Okay. So there was that one. And then of course, everybody knows I live in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. 
And um, uh, my favorite place to go is Niagara on the Lake, of course. And mm-hmm. so I uh, will see soldiers and like women dressed in that kind of period clothing. And I will see them. Now they are ghosts because they're doing what you both were talking about, the looping. Yes. So they were like, it was the same thing over and over. Now, if you are listening and you want to experience this, Niagara on the Lake has ghost walk tours that take yes. you through. Is it Fort George? Yes, it is. That's Fort yes. George there, right? Yeah, yeah it's Fort and George. Then, yeah. um, and then different places in Niagara on the Lake. But the Angel Inn is a restaurant slash inn. Um, and that one I could go to and every single time I will see one particular man that's up there in the bathroom at all times. Like I went, it was like in the movies that day. I washed my hands and I was looking down at my hands and I looked up in a mirror and bam, he was right behind me. And I was like, ah! <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> So I I said to the lady, I was like, do you know that your beautiful place is haunted? And she laughed at me and she said, everybody knows we're haunted. (laughs) Okay, should have picked somewhere else. Like I'm a medium and I saw this man and I described and she said, yes, a lot of our visitors see him, even though if they're not mediums or not, they will see him. So, um, so that's how I know the difference is, is if they're kind of stuck or if they're feeling like they can't get out of their worst part of their life or their experience or like, but I haven't seen any that I felt like were demonic or like anything like that. Like those types of energies, but you know, Niagara Falls is really haunted because when Mm -hmm. 1971, I went on a school trip and I remember having to go in those tunnels. And I did right. not want to go oh, in those yes. tunnels because all I could hear was screaming. Yes. And yes. They, all, they all told me to calm down. The teacher's like, what's wrong, Jay? What's wrong? I'm not going in there. They said, it's very safe. It's not that. I said, I hear screaming. They said, we don't hear screaming. I was yeah. hearing screaming. And they forced me to go. I had to go. And so I wouldn't go close to like where everybody would go to the gate to try to put their hands in the water or try to touch the water. Yes. Yeah. On the rocks. And you could see the falls. Like you're right underneath them. It's freaky. <laughs> You yeah. know, but uh, there was no way in hell I was ever going back there. So if you ever ask me to go there, it's not happening. Um, it's a no. but, but you know, even it's a hard going, no. Even yeah. going near the falls, you know, I have been there since '71. But I, you know, last time I went to visit last October for the the awards show, I didn't go, and in a sense, it didn't bother me because. I feel these energies that have passed in the water, right? So for me, it was like, okay, you know, maybe I wasn't meant to go there and maybe this is a good thing. But, you know, some places I just, I can't go because because of what you said, Amber, like some energies are too strong or you feel like you're not wanted there or you feel like someone's staring at you the whole time. And these are grounded. So these grounded energies, they sometimes don't want you in their space and so that's why they call these plays haunted right exactly and i want to just add to your little moment there about niagara falls when you think of the amount of water you know that is rushing there that is a huge vortex of energy right there right so anywhere there's like water bodies of water moving water anything like that you're going to have a more more of a chance or an experience i think connected to paranormal oh, just yes. because the the vortex is there that that water is such a great um element for supporting paranormal activity so yeah yeah, yeah. so cool and amber <sighs> yes when i went to um salem <laughs> and we joke about it now but i'm not kidding you it was really it was very overwhelming and i was just in the uk with the friends that had come over and we went to salem together um we were talking about it i got stuck in salem 
I, I had, this was back in the day before you had digital maps and we had a paper map, but I, I've driven all over North America, the Europe with paper maps. I know how to use them. They're not, they're not a problem for me. And I'm, <laughs> it took me four hours to get out of Salem. And okay, I just, that's not funny. I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt you. But literally that is not looped. Funny yeah, we looped six times. Yes. And that's like, yes. How do you get out of here? This how makes no sense. That is like a human compass. Like yes. A human yes. Compass. And he's Me like, too. we have gone the proper way to get back out to yep. get to the highway. And he's like, why have we done this six times? He's yep. getting kept so ending mad. up at the water, and I was like, what is happening here? And yeah. I was getting very, very angry. I was like, Salem does not want to let us go. It wants no. to hang on to us. <laughs> And, and I want out, like, I want out of here. I felt that energy that you did when I got there. I was like, I don't really want to be here for very long. I wanted, yes. I was like very excited about going. But once I was there, I was like, I just want to get out of here. I'm yeah. not feeling very comfortable. I, I just feel like you, Amber, I could feel the repression mm -hmm. and the sadness yeah. that was overwhelming to me. And yeah, yeah. trying to yeah. get out was a nightmare. Anyways, I had to share that. No, <laughs> no that's I crazy. That, that's crazy. But I think the worst place I've ever been for energy was 9-11. Um, yes. Oh, my God. After I was stuck Definitely. on um, I was yes. stuck on Staten Island because the island was closed. I couldn't get off. Um, my friend and I had gone. She's uh, she's a mortician, is it like an embalming mm. funeral director? And so she went there to identify bodies. And I went, oh there my God, people out. But my friend works for the city of New York and he brought me to the site. And I I wish I wouldn't have gone. Yeah, yeah, I was there six weeks after it happened. I was and there. It was devastating. I was bawling the whole time. I was yeah. walking the streets bawling. It yeah. was terrible. Yeah. But Very I mean, good. it was the, you know, even from Staten Island, there was there was debris on the island from everything, yeah. that, you know, and I couldn't believe the amount of debris in some of the yards. But uh, we, I say six weeks. I think it was two months. I'm not, I'm not, it was about two months after it happened. No, it I was there shortly after. I mean, they were still, uh, they were still cleaning up and. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. They were still cleaning up when I was there too. It was, yeah. it was shocking. And we went to Jersey. There was one section where they brought all the debris to Jersey and you could see all of this. Oh my God. Mountains of metal and twisted stuff. Oh. And it was like the, the most, I think, shocking thing I've ever seen. But uh, for me, it's like the site still had, um, you know, uh, deceased people. Um, yes, it did. Yeah. I went back um, not to like maybe four years ago, five years ago, I went back to to um, New York with my husband and because it's one of our one of our favorite places to go. Yeah. And, um, and it was a lot more peaceful now that they've got the memorial there. It's still yeah. very highly you know the energy yeah you feel the energy is very palatable but but it's a it felt a lot more peaceful to me yeah than it was initially like when I first saw it I was like oh man but these areas have so much energy because yeah. people sometimes they don't know they're dead or they know but they're still like what the hell yeah. happened to me you know so yeah, yeah. but mm -hmm. I mean if you're a medium or a psychic and you feel like you could pass these people over I mean a lot of a lot of us do. And so all you have to do is tell them that they're gone and they need to go into the light. They need to go to their family, their loved ones, and just tell them they're gone. And some of them don't know they are. And so that's, that's the thing I do. And I find it works, but not in all cases, but, but it does, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, I do that too. 
Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Well, okay, so we are going to leave it at that. And if you want any more information about how we can support you on your journey for identifying the things that you're experiencing, maybe you think you are a psychic or a medium or you just don't know what to do next, we can help you with that. Visit our website at thepsychicassociates.com and we will support you. And also we have blogs and other podcasts that you can listen to too. So check those out. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to The Psychic Jam. Please share if you liked our podcast. For more information on our services, or if you'd like to be listed on our directory, please visit thepsychicassociates.com.